Hello and welcome to Empty Your Queue. I'm Cameron and as always sitting here with Dustin. What up? And we're talking movies. Today we're talking about The Nice Guys um, starring... God. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe and, 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 and Ryan Gosling directed by Shane Black. Yeah, written and directed by Shane Black. <laughs> yes. And so it's been a while since I've seen this. I actually don't remember anything about it. So uh, the floor is yours. Cool. So it came out in 2016. Um, it's like not sucker. Let's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. It's uh basically typical Shane Black, who also wrote The Last Boy Scout, Lethal Weapon, Iron Kiss, Man Kiss, Three, Bang Bang, Iron Man Three. Um, so it's really quippy dialogue, fast paced. It's set at like Christmas time in the 1970s. There's a racist Australian dude in it who puts his shoulder back after he breaks it. Um, by ramming it into a like socket or like light post. Um, yeah. And it's about these, it's about these two mismatched uh, detectives. Or not I detectives. just realized Russell Crowe's in this, so it seems like yeah, there is a racist Australian dude. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Uh, so it's yeah. So it's these two dudes. It's a private eye and an enforcer. The private eye is Gosling, and the enforcer is Russell Crowe. And they kind of like a get... mob enforcer. Isn't he like a mob enforcer or something? No, he's or... just an enforcer. Is all they the really fuck does he enforce like then? A private, like a like an investigator, like a private enforcer. Okay, for hire basically. Okay, but he's not like working. Muscle for hire, and uh, they they get they cross paths and they. He's get... a fixer, and they get. Uh, That's what he is. They get tied up with the same case. Uh, a porn star is found murdered, and. This woman goes missing. This girl's, this lady's niece goes missing, and then the lady thinks that she sees her and is like, "Why doesn't anyone believe me?" So she hires Gosling to find her, and Gosling is like, "And I'll get to him in a second because this is uh, a pantheon level Gosling performance, which is why I wanted to do this because watching it again the other day, I was like, "You wanted movie. to go tonsils deep on Gosling?" No. No, I just wanted to be like, hey, this movie needs more attention. Gosling? No, plenty plenty of Gosling in this one. Okay. But uh, so they cross paths. They end up working the case together. They're complete opposites. Gosling's basically like a scumbag. Basically, it's his character from La La Land, but not singing and more private investigating scumbagging-ness. He's not a scumbag in La La Land, though. What? He's not a scumbag. Uh yeah that's true. This he's like an alcoholic. He's like he's got a kid. He's a single father because the his wife has died. He's a single parent. He's got his teenage daughter, and he's just an alcoholic booze bag that takes this case and collects checks and is like not really looking for this missing girl. And Russell Crowe is more like she hired us for like she's paying you for a job. We got to do the job. We got to figure this out. We gotta we gotta solve. And he's like I don't know. Do we really have to solve the case? And that's kind of like the plot they uncover is an insane conspiracy theory that like takes them into the auto industry. (laughs) And the whole conspiracy is that the auto industry is making these cars that are going to pollute the world basically and and ruin the environment. And so a, a group of freedom fighters and hippie protesters, including this lady's niece that they're looking for, decide to try to ruin the auto industry. And what they decide to do to ruin it is shoot a porno that they splice into a film for the big showcase for the automotive industry. Okay. And it like, I remember seeing it the first time when I was like 
wait what i totally forgot all of that i was like that's what this is all like this is what they're trying to stop is corruption and pollution in the automotive industry in 1977 huh. and wow. like <clears throat> i think that's more a testament to it doesn't really matter what it's about because like like i said before it's pretty typical shane black you have the quippy dialogue you have rapid fire scenes you have black comedy you have all these things, but what really elevates it is the performances you get out of Gosling and Russell Crowe here. Yeah, their chemistry is really good as, the, as dudes who hate each other. Kind their of. chemistry is very good, and Russell Crowe has amazing comedic timing. Like Comedic Russell Crowe is a gem. I wish he had done more comedies back when he was like shredded in, like, in Gladiator era. Like If he had dropped a couple comedies in Gladiator era, probably would have been pretty elite. Um, but him and Gosling have a couple moments that are just like so slapstick and stupid. Like there's a scene where they're in a shootout and he's like, he's like, throw me the gun, throw me the gun. And Gosling's like, got you. And he throws the gun, but he throws it like eight feet to his left and out the window of the, the room they're in. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot of like low key slapstick. Yeah. There's a scene where Russell Crowe finds Gosling in a, in like a bathroom stall. Yeah. And Gosling's trying to hold his gun and keep the door open. And he's taking a shit all at the same time. Yeah. So his pants around his hands, just like really stupid, absurd slapstick stuck in the middle of this like pulpy, like noir. And like the mix of it, it just, it shouldn't work as well as it does. But because the two of them, it's like such an odd pair. It's kind of like Blade Runner 2049 where you're like Gosling and Harrison Ford. And somehow, like, they're best bros off screen and had a great time filming and have good chemistry. Yeah, but I feel like because he's barely, like, they're barely in that movie together. Right. I just mean, it seems like he's, Gosling's a good, like, second banana to have in a movie. Like, a good person to pair with these other actors. Yeah, like, that's part of why I really like La La Land is because him and uh, Emma Stone are, like, it's very believable. Oh, yeah, definitely. This doomed love story. That's a good movie too. We should just do very that good. One at some yeah, point. that movie's incredible. yeah. No, I love La La Land. I can talk about that forever. Me too. Uh, no, so this was just—it's a cool movie, and I feel like a lot of people missed it. Now that HBO Max is kind of really this happened the last time it hit streaming when it was on Netflix. Everyone was like, "When did this come out? Yeah, like, what is this?" Yeah, and that happens a lot with Shane. But like that happened with Iron Man three recently. It happened with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. For yeah, sure. yeah. People really started to be like, "Oh, Iron Man three is okay," and it's like, it's not. It's then, fucking terrible. And then, yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was right before the Downey sons. Mandarin shit is terrible. So then Downey has his resurgence and people want to go back. But isn't that why he movies. does uh, Iron Man 3, though, is because of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and he, working with Robert Downey. And, Downey like, he brought him Shane in. Shane Black, yeah. After yeah. Favreau was like, I'm out on two. I'm yeah. Done. They go and get, he was like, get Shane Black. Yeah. And they were like, okay. I did not see whatever, Shane Whatever, Mr. We pay you $50 million a movie, whatever you say. I did not say. see what they... Uh, what the Shane Black version of The Predator was. It was bad. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it was I, really bad. It's on HBO now, I think. And if it's the not... The Predators? I, I have it recorded, but I have not watched it yet. Is that The Predators? I think it's just called Predators or The Predator. Oh, Predator? It might the be Predator. The Predator. Either way, it was so, bad. Haven't seen that, but I'm guessing it'll probably be set at Christmas time and feature like wisecracks. Wait, didn't he write that too? Yeah. Okay, so Let's he just read it his own movie and it was bad. I forgot about that. No, he didn't write the first Predator. He was in the original Predator. I thought he helped with treatment on it and writing. I don't know. I'd have to research that. Like, that's why he's in it, is that? And that's, like, one of his first gigs or something. I don't know. I thought it was just he was in it as an actor. Oh. As Hawkins. Okay. Um, but 
it's yeah, Nice Guys is just a cool, just a cool movie. Like it's a cool movie that like people missed out on. It's super style. It's so much style. It's just so much style. Like the fucking style is it's just bleeding cool. Like it really is at every fucking turn because it's this ultra violet hyper stylized version of the 70s like it is the 70s on drugs more drugs like the most extreme drugs that yeah there's a part in it this this doesn't have to do with the drugs or the style it's like a hyperbolic version of the 70s there's just there's a like you said there's a lot of slapstick in it yeah and there's a lot of moments in this movie where gosling is playing like a bumbling drunk fool and like he's just a screw up, and even his daughter is like, "You're a terrible private eye." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, no, I'm okay. I'm good. I have my moments." I. And there's a part where they're on the roof of this building. It's near the end, and he's fighting with someone, and him and this other guy go over the roof, and Gosling falls like the stories into a pool, and the guy he's fighting falls and hits the outside of the pool and just splats. the asphalt. And Gosling gets out of the water, and he goes and meets up with Russell Crowe, and Russell Crowe's like. I told you to be on the roof. What are you? Why are you wet? Did you fall off the roof? And Gosling just looks at him in the eyes and he goes, "I think I'm immortal. I don't think I can die. I don't. That's the only thing I can think to explain it." I forgot about that. I've been shot. I've been this and that. Like, yeah. The whole movie too. Gosling's arm is in a cast. Yeah. So he's just swinging this caster up. But yeah, the way he says it kills me every time. He's like, I think I'm immortal. He just, uh, and that's like it's stuff it's little moments like that throughout the movie yeah like there's a couple elaborate set pieces but it's basically like gosling really parties. steals the show like gosling really steals the show in this it's and it's i think it's because he has more that he can do yeah whereas like russell crowe is kind of like quippy and being tough. russell crowe but with quips yeah basically yeah i think that's why it doesn't work like films like this in the 90s when he was Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe wouldn't have been like... Here he's like bloated and yeah, like a bruising yeah. sack of shit. Yeah. That's, that's what really works in this is because you get fat Russell Crowe. He's turned a corner as fat Russell Crowe. It's yes. incredible. And the best of it is him as uh, Mr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll in oh. The Mummy. And the, I wish we were getting more of that. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fantastic. So this is too, this was not very successful. It wasn't um, by Gosling and Russell Crowe's standards. No. Oh yeah, but I it, thought it was successful in its own right. Though. I want to say like seventy or eighty million. Okay, but uh, it's still like a twenty-five, thirty million dollar movie, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, fifty million to make sixty-two million box office. Oh wow, never mind. That's not good. And that kind of killed sequel talk because before people were like, they should do a sequel. They should do, you know, just put the like give them a Netflix show. Actually, never mind. It seems like Netflix is just cutting the budget right they're like oh, i can't yeah um sorry but, hassan minaj um fox ordered a tv series but it was gonna oh, be the yeah. nice girls oh yeah from the uh people or no no it's just produced by silver pictures i thought oh. it's a new girl oh was okay i was gonna say nice it was girls. probably whoever decided to remake lethal weapon on there probably they were like yeah. oh, let's do that yeah but that was 2017 and nothing new has come of that okay so who yeah, knows if that that's gonna sense. happen but like because it's not i see changing the name recognition like that is weird in those scenarios like i get it i think you could still call it the nice guys and just have women but you at least keep that branding if you will because like the nice girls is like oh it's not 
It's not the same, I guess. It's it, I don't know, just changing that. Yeah, not like not like there's anything wrong with that. It's yeah. a good idea to like swap it, but because don't they like start an agency at the end of this called the Nice Guys? That's how. It, yeah, that's how it ends. Yeah, that's they decide what I to stay teammates. So stay partners, not teammates. Team, teammates works. They're teammates. We're teammates. Yeah, you know. We're a team, buddy. Yeah, we are. You're definitely carrying more of the team load. Yeah. You're LeBron tonight. I'm Anthony Davis. I may have got 26 points, but I went 8 for 24. <laughs> it took you 24 shots to get them. Yep. Meanwhile, let me just throw up a, a triple-double. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, so it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I really just wanted to kind of talk about it for a few minutes, bring some attention to it. It's a good, funny... It's one of those, like, whenever it's on, I'll throw it on and be like, cool, okay, I can watch this now for two hours and hang out. Like, it's easy to pick up at any point yeah. because they constantly, like, expound on the plot. Yeah. They're always recapping the case. So, like, if you miss a couple, like, sequences or scenes where they're, like, interrogating someone or someone else, like, you can hop back in without, like a lot of issues yeah it's that it's, bathroom scene is so fucking funny because he drops he drops the gun in the toilet right he drops the gun he kicks the door open and it slams back and shut it on slams him. back and shut in his yeah. face doesn't that like break his nose and then he has a nose thing on no. the rest of the time no that'd be okay. cool but he's yeah his face gets fucked up doesn't it because by the end of this movie he's like fucked up he's yeah he's he very, gets his ass kicked at every turn and that i think is what's pretty good about him in this too is it's such like a out of turn because it's up like in, that chi- that scene in Chinatown when he gets punched in the nose, like that yeah. over and over again happening to him. He just like I can't stress enough how well he plays like bumbling stooge. Yeah, there's like chase sequences where he's like tripping over things and falling over things, and like he has this tent, like he has this ability in this movie because the character is like very lucky. Yeah, like there's one point where he falls off a fucking building and lands in the pool while the yeah. other guy fucking goes curse splat. He like he has that luck. He gets shot, but he's holding a film can. Oh yeah, and, hit, and like the the way he plays it off is that's like, the porno film can. Yeah, isn't he has it, it yeah. at one point, and it's like the way he plays it off is so genuine. Like in the mo- like, you know, like the face you make when like you luck out on something. Yeah, you're like, you're like oh, like, oh wow. Like it's so genuine and natural that you never feel like you're watching him be like. Him I acting. think that's one of his. Uh, greatest attributes though as an actor is that face that like surprised confused like oh wow face wow this really works out yeah (laughs) and it's just yeah it's very strong performances it's got the two of them it's got uh kim basinger it's got matt bomber as like the yeah it does have basinger call back to la confidential uh really good too is uh angori rice who plays his daughter Okay. She's very, very good. She's like a too smart for her own good type of teen. That's what I thought. Yeah. But like she plays it very well. Like it's not like a bratty kid or anything like that. Like it's very, very cool. There's some good like weird slapstick comedy in it. There's like at its at its heart, it is like a convoluted mis like the the conspiracy to like uncover the automotive industry is kind of an odd choice yeah but it's still like is a good mystery in terms of like how it unfolds its twists and turns yeah and that's just because that's what Shane Black does yeah oh 100% is just write mysteries and so like in that sense it's really cool it's a cool pulpy type of throwback movie yeah um and and yeah, sometimes that's just that's good to to watch. That's a good alternative to things. Like, I know people are always saying like, "Oh, I wish there was more original movies," or "I wish there was more 
more stuff like this that we could see. It's like this is like a nice break from things because yeah, got, you got like a bit of mystery. You've got the comedy. You've got it is violent in spurts. Like he's not a squeamish director when it comes to like showing blood and stuff. Are there any wieners or boobies in it? I think there's both. Yeah, because they do show snippets of the the automotive industry themed porno. Oh, okay. Then it's probably not many wieners because you can't show erect wieners. And, uh, and porno usually requires an erect wiener. <laughs> that's what I've been told. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know, but that's what I've been told. Um, no, but that's about it. That's about all all I got. I just wanted to to bring it up. It's on HBO Max now. It's running on. HBO. So have you never seen porno? Is that what you're saying? It's just never. That was yeah. That's the implication. Okay. Okay. Just never any porno. No. Wow. You go on the internet, right? Yeah. I don't know how you've missed it there. It's everywhere. You click Google, it's fuck page. You know, it's just like fuckpage.com. No, when I click it, it's pagefuck.com. It's just big padlocks. Page of fuck. Oh, it's okay. Just padlocks. I don't know. Let's Still got those parental controls. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I recommend checking this movie out. Um, HBO Max. Uh, very good. Uh, Gosling, Russell Crowe, comedic powerhouse. You would have never expected it. Um,. And that's yeah. That's that's honestly, genuinely, that's all I got. Anything else? Chubby Russell Crowe is the only Russell Crowe. If, if you could just put Chubby Russell Crowe in old movies of his, especially the Chubby Russell Crowe, you get in that Mummy one where he's wearing like a three-piece suit that's just a size too small. Like if you could just drop Chubby Russell Crowe into like Proof of Life. Yeah. Well, that was kind of when it started. Proof of Life. Or no, I'm thinking Body of Lies. You're thinking Body of Lies. I am, yeah. Body I of Lies is incredible Russell Crowe. Oh, God, that movie It's sucks. not a good movie, but it's incredible no, Russell Crowe. That's bad for both of them. Like, that's the antithesis of this, where this is wonderful chemistry and you really believe the actors like each other on screen. That is where you're like, wow, why did they make this movie? Why did they finish this? Like, why don't they just shit can this in the middle of it and yeah. realize they didn't like each other and move on? Hey, Leo DiCaprio and, and Russell Crowe <laughs> really don't seem to be getting along. <laughs> yeah. Can't imagine why. Russell Crowe strikes me as the type of dude that would be like, oh, I don't give a shit if Leo was like, so the environment's really fucked. I also, Russell Crowe strikes me as the type that shows up late to set and stuff like that. And Leo seems like the type of actor who. That's like a pet peeve of his or something, you know? Yeah. Like, I can oh, see this that. fucking guy's late all the time. He's late. He comes in smelling like splash on cologne and Stella Artois bottles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on, dude. Fosters. Yeah, I know. It's literally Australian it's for beer. Just seemed, it seemed like, of course, I would say Fosters. Yeah. Well, it's Australian for beer. Everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've yeah. all known that since like 1994. Check out the nice guys. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter and it's Instagram. It's on HBO Max. Yep, HBO Max. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Heifer Shoot us an email at the movie mailbag at gmail.com. And, uh, and that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>